All right, welcome men to the, I guess we'll call on, what is this, Nick? First episode? I believe episode one. We had episode zero. We're, we are on a roll, man. We've done it twice now. Yeah. Big time. We're getting bigger. Getting, <laughs> welcome to Tough Men of Faith, episode one. R.T. Stringer here with, we decided last time, co-host. co-host. I thought it was Nick and the Idiots, how we kind of closed out the last one. but Well, I didn't think we were going to bring that back oh, up. Oh, that's not bring it back up. All right, Nick Robertson. The idiot. <laughs> no, no. It'll come to light the more they listen who really is. Good day? Great day. Hang a lot of drywall? No, I uh, did some blueprints today. Did some blueprints. Yeah. yeah. I have another day of that tomorrow. What about you? I had a good day. Good. It's been a, kind, of, kind of a random thing. So Memorial Day's coming up. Yep. My grandpa, he has this thing where before Memorial Day, he goes to like these random cemeteries in his county. Okay. And he puts flags on the veterans' graves. Oh, that's so a lot, awesome. a lot of your larger cemeteries do that. Yeah. Right? But so these are ones that are kind of like off the beaten path. Okay. So he does it by himself. Now, my grandpa's 91. Yeah, your grandpa's not a spring chicken. No, no. 91 years old. He gets around old. well. He does. But he goes to these cemeteries that, like, one of them, I'll have to show you the picture Okay. later. It's like the grass is up to my shoulders. I know I'm not super tall, but, you know, no one's cutting this, the grass. This so, is going to take your grandpa back to wartime when yeah, the he goes, goes over his shoulders. He just, he, we walked, so I put it on my, my Apple Watch, see how many steps we took? Yeah. We took over 8,000 steps <laughs> with a 91-year-old. I was trying to keep up. Right. So you talk about a tough man. Oh, yeah. And he's dedicated to this. It's so, like some of these guys died in the 1800s. We're putting flags at their stones. So we, one of them was uh, a Civil War guy. Okay. He's actually my, it'd be four greats grandpa. Okay. So we found his grave. He goes every year and puts a flag there. But he just doesn't do it our family. He does to everyone in the county wow there and so yeah we spent all morning to think that you had family in the civil war yeah and had they not made it back it was crazy you and i wouldn't be here discussing <laughs> you this know today. i didn't even think of it that way <laughs> that is true yes that was my morning it was good to spend time with him but man it just uh it kind of got me thinking about this podcast just how resilient he is and yeah how tough he is and yeah it was good that's amazing um, yeah i haven't seen your grandpa in a few months i need to uh he amazes me every time I yeah, see him. Yeah, still going strong. Yeah, he's, uh, what do you say, 91? 91. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he gets around like he's in his mid-70s. Yeah. You know, one of the things today that kind of stuck out to me is he was sharing with me there was two graves, and they were, it was actually my, my great-great-great-grandpa, the one okay. who served in the Civil War. Yep. So he didn't realize this until a few years ago in doing some history, that there's a guy who's buried, it's only like three plots over from him. Okay. That guy served in the Civil War with him, and they served together. Really? So they grew up together in a small county here in Indiana. Yeah. And then they ended up serving together uh, in the Civil War. They were buried together. And then they're buried right right next to each other. Battle buddies. Battle buddies, which leads us into our discussion today. Yeah. You know what we're talking about? Uh, friendship, friendship and battle buddies. Or battle buddies. We need battle buddies. We do need battle buddies. <laughs> Keep you out of trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or at least they'll be sitting in jail with you the next day. <laughs> you know, if they they're get in trouble battle buddies, yeah. they'll be next to you. Yeah. Um, if I go to jail, are you going with me or are you going to bail me out? We will probably call one of our wives, probably mine, to I'm come not, I'm not calling. I'm not calling any of our wives. Okay. I'm calling. We can call producer Blake here. Absolutely. I got a whole list of people I want to call before I call. <laughs> before my you wife. call your wife, I have some other battle buddies. I'm right. Call your grandpa. Actually, I'm not calling him. <laughs> <laughs> he would not come pick me up from prison. Or okay. Jail. Yeah. So friends. Friends. Tough subject for guys. I, I read this week that you are the average of your five friends. Oh. So what? kind of looking at like your average, like if you look at your five friends, okay. and you see where they're at financially, that's probably about where you're at. I would agree with that. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's true. What it, about some of my well-off friends that only have one or two friends? You got to get more of them. That's what I read for, read into that. It's like, I agree. I got to quit hanging out with you and Blake over here. Right. And get some other guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? My income will go up. Yeah. But it was talking about that or even like your morals, like how you're wired and, and your ethics and things. You 
you kind of look at your five friends and you're probably about the same. Well, that uh, actually makes really good sense. Yeah. So if, if you go to jail, there's a good chance I'm going to be there doing something stupid with you and go to jail too. I get it. <laughs> Great. Uh, what was the other health, like your fitness level? Yeah. It's probably about the same as five friends. I am not. I'm probably at the bottom of my five of friends. Of your five friends? Yeah. yeah. Probably an area I could improve at. Yeah. But hopefully your friends are helping you, right? Improving that. Yeah. They ask me to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Um, that's how it happens. So if yeah. you have friends that ask you to go get a beer and wings every night, yeah. you're probably going to start going to get a beer get, and wings every night. Beer and wings. And, yeah. and you'll start reflecting that, right? right? But then if you have friends that ask you to go to the, the gym or go on some crazy like Spartan run or Tough right. Mudder run, yeah. you know, every other month, you're going to wow. look different. Which, I mean, you're carrying around a, a gallon jug of water and you're looking like you're going to the gym or something. Tough men of faith drink from Tough gallon jugs. jugs. <laughs> All right. So friends. Yep. So if you have five, they say you're about the, the average of it. So then this other thing, I was reading a little bit today. All right, this article from the Boston Globe a few years ago, it actually went viral. It said, the biggest threat facing middle-aged men isn't smoking or obesity, it's loneliness. And it talked about how loneliness is, when you don't have friends, it's kind of what's talking about, that men yeah. generally don't have a lot of friends, especially as we get older. Not that, middle, I mean, we're not middle-aged, right? I'm not yet. I mean, I'm, we're getting closer. Are we? I don't think I'll ever be there. Good. I, or at least I'm not in my mind. Yeah. But in this article, we'd be considered middle-aged. You know, that actually makes really good sense. You know, I think as men, we need to be able to bounce things off of our friends, yeah. uh, off of our people, you know, those four or five people that we confide in. Yeah. And uh, being alone would kill that. Yeah. This article went on to say, so similar to that, it said that being alone or not having friends is linked to an increased risk of heart disease and stroke. And it talked about that if you are isolated, uh, that you have a, a 26 to 32% chance of premature death. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah. could you imagine just being with yourself and not being able to talk to anyone else yeah. or bounce things off of another guy? It's true. So why do you think men don't have friends or make friends? I think it's our culture, some of it. Like if you go back a hundred years ago, yeah. we didn't have a whole lot to do in the sense of like to distract us from buddies. So Absolutely. if you were going to build, like if you're buying a house, you're going to build a barn because you have a sheep or something. I don't right. know. You think you'd have a sheep farm? Probably not a sheep farm, but you know. <laughs> I used to work like, on a sheep farm. It'd probably be llamas or alpacas or oh, like really? ostrich. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Um, so you have your, your llama farm. Right. You're like, you need a barn. Yeah. Right. So how are you going to build your barn? You're going to call some friends. You're going to have a barn raising party. Right. Exactly. You're going to need some friends. So you're going to have to have some friends come over and help you build that barn. Yeah. Your wife's not helping with this adventure, especially for her alpacas that she doesn't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to call your buddies and we're yeah. going to come over. And we're going to help you build that barn. Yeah. And in the process of that, we're probably going to start gonna talking talk. about why your wife's ticked at you for uh, having a llama yeah. farm right. <laughs> and, exactly. and you're going broke because of it. <laughs> right. But yeah, you're going to have good conversation and uh, yeah. that's probably going to lead into a whole lot of other things. It is. Yeah. And that's without you, friends. Yeah. You know, you're the, never raising your barn. Not raising your barn. You're not hearing about how he doesn't like his wife or nope. his kids or maybe he loves them. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure he has something to complain about. Yeah. Guys always do, right? You we know, need an episode on complaining. Oh, do we need to do that? We'd have to get someone else in here or we yeah. could just sit in here and complain about yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we could. We should have an episode where we just complain. How's that? Is that better? I don't think anybody'd listen. Uh, maybe. Uh, like political radio. Political, you know, it'd be like talk radio, wouldn't it? Exactly. Just sit here and complain. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk politics on this? We're not. Okay. Uh -oh. I don't think so. Yeah. There's enough of those guys out there. Yeah. And uh, they don't need my opinion. No, mine either. I, I don't have, I have some, but yeah, I won't but do it. Nobody anymore. wants to hear them. Where was I going? Oh, there's a Bible verse, which I've heard you say it before. Uh, it's Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. It talks about iron sharpens iron like a friend sharpens yeah. a friend. I love that verse. I do too. Um, I throw that around a lot, actually. Yeah. I used it. Do you remember uh, I was preaching that sermon here? And I used that verse. I do. And I, the only reason you remember, I know you don't remember my sermons. I remember this time. But you remember this one, because I used to be a horseshoer. You did. A farrier, which yeah. people find that really odd. I was, not fairy. Not a fairy. Farrier. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what everyone kept saying that listened to that like online. Like, right. used to be a fairy. I'm like, I'm a farrier, man. A farrier. Before I was a pastor. Yeah, before I was a pastor. I was a boxer and then a farrier. No, right. <laughs> a farrier. So anyway, in that, we talked about how you'd have to beat iron around like to sharpen it. Right. And that's really what friendship is like. Absolutely. You got to beat, beat each other around a little bit. With a hammer. With a hammer. You know. Yeah. So I heard this once. Sometimes I can't, the hammer is a book. Sometimes it's a book. I can't remember where I heard it, but it said that basically guys need a sit down and shut up friend. Oh, yeah. Isn't I that good? That. Yeah. Like we need like the friend that can come in our life and be like, hey, sit down, shut up. I'm about to tell you something. Exactly. I'm about to uh, <laughs> really lay something on you here. Yeah. So asking why, like, why don't we have friends is I think a lot of us, we don't want that. Well, not just that. I think our noses are stuck in a phone. Yeah. And uh, it's a whole lot easier to make a friend online than it ever was to make a friend in real life. Yeah. Let's, but do you think those friends sharpen you? Absolutely not. I mean, maybe occasionally in some ways, but no. I mean, you know, you become friends with your pastor or something, you might put out a good verse and maybe that sharpens you a little. Yeah. Uh, it's not like one-on-one. No. We, you got to be around each other. You have to be around each other. The other part about that is, I was thinking about this, is that not only you have to be around each other, but for you to be able to like call me out. So if you have my the sit down and shut up card with me, right. you've got to see how I interact as a husband. Yeah. Right. If I'm treating my wife crappy, right. you would never know it if yeah. you're not at my house. Exactly. Or if you see me as a dad where I'm working all the time, I'm never home spending time with my daughters. And if you're not around me, you would never know that. Right. Going back to what we were talking about in person, your friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media site you're using, they're not in your face. They're not hanging out with you and they don't know what you're actually doing in your personal life. And I can give a really good image online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I could be like, I bought my wife flowers. Right. I can I went, really make it look like I have my life together online. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I did that. Uh, my, my daughters are into this Nerf gun yeah. stuff, but these Nerf guns aren't like Nerf guns we had as kids. Really? They shoot these. Have you not been shot by one? No. All right, man. I'll, I'll bring one next time. I'll shoot you right in the face. All right. It's because it's just a Nerf gun, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they shoot these round balls. Okay, I didn't know this. And I mean, it stings. So my girls get, uh, have you ever been paintballing? Yes. Occasionally, they'll leave like a little bruise, like a Like paint. a well. Oh, wow. Nerf it, guns have changed. They they have changed. I remember they had these long, skinny, yellow arrows that didn't fly at no, all. No, 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 no. You okay. can hit stuff. You can go 40 feet away. And oh, I can, wow. I can, so the game at home we play is we set K-cups up on each side of the living room. Yeah. And we have forts. Okay. And we try to shoot them down. You shoot the K-cups down. Shoot the K-cups down. Like and you can hit them. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Well, it's fun. But what I was saying... So well, things have that, changed. Things have changed. See, I don't have guns. kids. Yeah. So I don't know about these things. And I know. I'm seen buying Nerf guns, uh, driving my construction van, it looks odd. That would look odd. It I would. have six of them. So let's play. Okay. All right. I'll bring them next time. We'll have a little like... Yeah, we'll do this right Tough men uh, Nerf gun battle. Yeah. Well, oh, I was saying. So with that, I put a post up on social media, on Instagram, whatever. It's like, having a great time with my girls. And then people are like, man, he's a great dad. Yeah. But, but, but if they knew you for But real. they would know that like the next two, the, the two days before that, right. I hadn't seen my kids because I was at work all the time. Well, you... And stuff like that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, busy. But but my social media friends would never know. Like, they think, hey, RT's a great dad. Look at him. I was actually uh, bragging on you a little bit last night to my wife. Um, yeah. About how you are so great at juggling your time and time spent. Yeah. Um, I know you had a long day here yesterday. And, uh, you know, and then we're leaving our meeting last night at 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And you said, I'm going home to eat ice cream with my family. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, the man just keeps giving his time Yeah, I would, everywhere he goes. I, I would say the only reason I'm, I'm better at my time now yeah. is because I have three guys who have access to my calendar, okay. my schedule, and they repeatedly call me out. So <laughs> they'll look at they'll look at my time and see that, hey, you weren't home last week at all in the evenings. Yeah. Like, you've got to stop. So they take something off your plate. Yeah, that is telling me to okay. get home more. I had an employee do that uh, about two weeks ago. He yeah. stayed a few hours late on a Friday night, oh, a well. Friday afternoon, because I told him if he wasn't able to get it done, no problem, I'll take care of it Saturday yeah. morning. And he called me three hours after he was supposed to get off work and says, hey, don't go to work tomorrow. I've completed what you needed me to complete. Oh, man. It's like, wow. 
where can I find more of you? Yeah. Did you give him a bonus? I, I did. <laughs> yeah. A, a small bonus. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but these guys have that sit down and shut up card with me. Yeah. And I hate it when they do it. They're like, man, I need some more guys with a sit down and shut up card. We need it. Oh. You, you need those guys. Yeah. You need friends. So here's what I think. You need friends who are good at things you aren't good at. I totally So like in that. your, I think last time we talked about like, you need to have a tribe. Yeah. Like in your tribe, hopefully you have someone that's really good at finances if you're bad at it. I do. And so you can go to this guy and be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Yeah. What do you think? He tells me, well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would not invest in, in that stuff. I wouldn't pull yeah. all your money out of the 401k yeah. and invest it yourself. He says, right. use my pool. Don't go buy a pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you need someone that's good at good finances. Yep. You know, if you have a, a good a, businessman, a good businessman, yep. maybe an entrepreneur good right. type, you can run stuff by. You got a guy that's good at marriage. Like he's constantly like. When I find him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I will uh, make sure I friend him. Definitely. Yeah. But if you find him, let, let me know. Absolutely. Right. I'll, but it, I'll like, pass his number along. Yeah. We'll definitely pull him in in our circle of friends. Right. <laughs> you find a guy that's a great dad or, or whatever. Or you find a guy who, who's healthy, like there's a balanced life in a lot of areas. So yeah. Like, you know, you've done that, right? So I remember like sitting around like, hey, I need to lose some extra weight. And then you have a guy who goes to the gym and stuff. And he's like, hey, why don't you come with me? Right. That happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Because you said in your, friend, in your friend group, right? Yeah. That's, I have a guy. You have a guy. He's a gym rat. Yeah. You need those. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I need to go to the gym with him is what I need to do. Have you went yet? No. Oh. Well, I saw you carrying on that gallon jug of water. And I thought maybe you're walking in. I think it's weird to work out in public. Do you have a gym at your home? No. <laughs> because it's weird to work out at home. Oh, okay. We're going to do an episode on... Uh, Friendship, and we're getting way off Working face. out. Oh, no, we're still good, right? Okay, I think so. Hey, you know what? That kind of brings up the next thing, though. What do you got? Now. Here's the thing. Like, how do guys, like, build friends? So, we're talking about doing things. Women love to, like, talk. Yeah. You're trying to be real careful of how you answer that. very careful. Like, your face says, you're on your own right, <laughs> right now. My no, this says I'm going to analyze this before I respond. No, 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 this, that's not a normal thing for me. This is that's not normal. Oh. Usually you're just like you say it. Yep. All right. So <laughs> I'm walking on thin ice this week. Oh, okay. The, so. I'll, I'll take I'll take the brunt of this one. Okay. But I don't think this is bad. Like like okay. psychologists, even when they study this out, like women usually talk when they talk to each other, they talk face to face. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that. When men talk to each other, a lot of times they talk shoulder to shoulder. Absolutely. And that's yeah, because that makes perfect sense. Because they're connecting, but men are looking out into the world to see like what we could do next. Right. And so we start that at a young age. When we're kids, it's like an ADD friends. thing, I think. Yeah, we're looking like, hey, we're talking, but we're really talking about, can we go climb that tree, or can we go over here and <laughs> pick up that turtle, or right. go find that snake, yeah. or like we have like an action or a plan or something we want to do together. Yeah, and so that's how we grow up, and then we start playing sports together. We have friendships that way, right? Or in racing cars, or dirt bikes, or the building, or playing video games, going to sports games. But it's all the stuff we're doing like shoulder to shoulder, right? And, and building our friendship that way. Yep. So stuff may come up, like we may talk about how you. Can be a better husband. Yeah, but don't. Probably not gonna do it face don't, to face. don't ask me if I want to sit down and talk about the inner emotions I have. Right. Right. But let's go hunting together. Yeah, I might actually get emotional while we're hunting together. <laughs> um, yeah. But there'll be an action <laughs> along with a conversation. <laughs> But here's why I think, so back to that, we started saying like middle-aged men are, have this crisis, they don't have friends. Right. Because we stopped doing that stuff. You're right. We well, get we, busy. We get busy. We get so involved with our families that we don't make time for friends. Yeah. And friends go to the wayside. They do. I mean. And we don't connect the same way. So we're isn't no it longer... funny though, how some friends you cannot talk to for six or eight months mm -hmm. and pick up right where you left off the next time you talk? Yeah. Those friendships are, Would you, you know, say those friendships, because when I think about that, a lot of those friendships came out of stuff we experienced together. Yeah. Not sitting around having coffee together. 
together. Not that there's anything wrong with. No, that's fine. But that's if someone asks, if a guy's like, "Hey, do you want to go get coffee?" I'll do it. Really? I will. Okay. And I don't mind. Yeah. But I don't feel like we're really going to connect. But if right. guys like, "Hey, do you want to go and have this experience?" So yeah. whatever it is, you do you want to go, go hiking through the woods? Right. Do you want to go run a tough mutter? Do you want to go golfing? Yeah. There's so much trash we can talk. Do you want to go shoot trap? Yeah. And we can still have a serious conversation while talking trash yeah. golfing. Talking trash kind of like, helps kind of break it up a little bit. Yeah. It's like hey, a man, love language of guys. Yeah. I'd like to have a serious conversation with you and talk a little trash at the same time. Exactly. And yeah. that's how good relationships are built for that's men. That's how men build relationships. <laughs> exactly. And it, it doesn't always have to be deep stuff. Like sometimes we may go out and we may talk trash the entire time. Yeah. Right. And then on the 18th hole, we'll bring up something serious for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we're done with that. Then you go home, your wife's like, hey, how Nick, how's how's Nick doing? Did you check on this or this that he's struggling with? Yeah, he's doing great. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I made fun of him a lot. <laughs> yeah, he didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing about that is like, I want to hang out again. Yeah. Like like the last time, the only like second time you and I have ever been golfing because I don't golf. Right. And I tore you apart and you like talk trash and I hit that putt from 50 feet away. Right. You pulled out the wrong club. The wrong the wrong club according to a golfer, you. Right. But it was perfect and, uh, for me. It, it did work perfect. I, you bounced the ball off the pin. So I'm ready to go again. I bet. I wouldn't be ready to go again. Yeah. But shots like that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so I, I think that's just a good thing to look at. Like as men, like are we still doing those things that that are experiences together? Right. I think we have to be intentional about it in our friendships. Yeah, that's a very good one. Because well, we don't want to take a note. Take a note, man. You got to be intentional on finding things to do. Yes. As a man. So with being intentional about the things that we do, you know, thinking about some of the things that we wouldn't have tried to do or new ideas, new things to go out and experience without our friends around or without our friends kind of pushing us to do it. I was thinking the other day that we shoot trap a lot. I didn't even know how to shoot trap at one time. I just wanted to go shoot the sporting clays. Yeah. And now it's a weekly event for us. You know, and you get a great mix of those guys. Yeah. You get a... Probably get some great conversation. Great conversation. A little bit of trash talking. Yeah. Um, but you can have really good conversations when it's not your turn to shoot. Mm-hmm. And you get to call people gatherers and hunters, which is fun. Gatherers and hunters. Yeah. Yeah. The gatherers <laughs> miss all the clays. I, you know, that's, that's what I assumed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I think guys used to be better at, at this. So not just go, like we talked about a hundred years ago, guys yeah. would build barns. But even I remember as a little kid, like men would be like in bowling leagues together or yeah. softball teams. Yep. But but then things change, and so you take your average guy in their forty now, and we we play fantasy sports, which could be good, right? If you get together for a draft and you, and you yeah. talk, and there's trash talk. So it, not that it's not, but or or video games that you play with someone, but you're not physically in the room with them. Right. You're not. You, you actually have a headset, that and so time. you're not getting that time. Not to that really shoulder spend to shoulder time. conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think you're right. I think we used to be a lot better about that. I mean, I'm looking back, look back at my dad, bowling leagues every Tuesday, mm-hmm. you know, and worked with the same six or seven guys every day, day in and day out. And, you know, they just, the relationships that they had, they just seemed to be different. Let me tell you something else. I'm yeah. going to tick some guys off maybe here. Okay. Here's my thought is that when you're when you're with your friends, you need to be with your friends. I agree. You Put know what I mean? Put the phone away. Put the phone down. Right. So I've been guilty of it though. Right. So I, when I'm saying this, I've done it. Listen, I'm one, I'm I'm the top of the list because yeah. I think I'm a busy person. Right. I think I got a lot going on. <laughs> I got to check my email and yeah. I've got to stay on when I get these text messages. Right. I, I don't. think you can't spend an hour without right. the stupid thing in your hand. No, you know my phone now every Sunday sends me how much time I spend on it. Yeah, mine does too. Hate it. Mine's been going down. Really? I hid apps from myself. Yeah. I thought it was a really good idea. If they're not right in front of me, mm-hmm. I, it's not the first thing I touch when I open my phone. Yeah. It's amazing. We been having this conversation at work all week. It's amazing the things you do just out of habit. Mm-hmm. You pick up your phone, your thumb knows exactly where to go, right there. and you don't really even yeah. realize that you're doing it. And yeah. for me, it was Facebook. Yeah. For another friend of mine, it was Facebook. He just deleted the whole thing altogether, said I don't need that in my life anymore. He's a really good quitter. Yeah. <laughs> 
I hid it from myself. Mm-hmm. So it's a pain to get to. So if I mm-hmm. want to Go be to intentional about opening up Facebook, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Um, it's not an easy thing to push the button anymore. But you see guys, right? They're they're hanging out with other guys. So right. we're doing some. We're going to go shoot some bow and arrows. Yeah. And you're standing around and guys are searching Facebook or, or playing some stupid game on their phone. Or check out the stupid video of this other guy shooting bow and arrows. Yeah. Can you guys do it this way? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I th- so be so we said be intentional. Be intentional. Make a difference. Yep. We just came up with another one. Be present. Be there. You have to be present. If you're there, be there. Yep. It's like the uh it's like the game everybody plays at dinner. You I stack your phones game. up in the middle. Oh, yeah. And whoever picks up their phone first pays for dinner. It's a great way to get people off their phones. It's true. You want to go to a big old steakhouse tonight? We're in Indianapolis with St. Elmo's. And Ooh, that sounds really good. I may lose. Like, I probably really? be very good at it, yeah. You'll be checking your bank balance while you order. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. It overdraw. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so be intentional. Be be uh, be present. Be present. Yeah, that's another one when you're with your friends. Uh, what, what else? Be engaging. Engaging. I guess that's kind of present, right? No, I, I think the engaging is like eventually you got to. So we said, hey, you got to like hang out with friends, do some things, you know, have fun, be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. But eventually you do have to ask the hard questions. Right. You, you can't just all the time be like talking about how the Colts are doing. Right. Exactly. So eventually there's going to have yeah. to be those difficult conversations. Yep. That we started saying that sit down and shut up card. Yeah. It's funny to me how little religion is brought up in your close circle of friends or maybe in my close circle of friends. No, I agree. It's probably something I should really work on. We started with, we mentioned one. Proverbs, there's one more I wrote down. Proverbs 27 6 says, The wounds of a friend are trustworthy. The kisses of an enemy are excessive. The wounds of a friend are trustworthy. Yeah. So if I wound you as a friend, so I hurt you, you can trust that I'm doing it for your own good. Isn't that well. good? <laughs> well, it may not feel like it right now. Unless then. we're back at the golf course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I'm, <laughs> Those when I'm beating you at golf, right? That's, I'm helping your pride there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the second part says, The kisses of an enemy are excessive. So, you know, people that will flatter us, we love hearing from all the time. Absolutely. That's what we get on social media yeah right people tell they like our posts they, they like the post. tell us how good we're doing they love your crap yeah your but house then, looks great your wife looks good you yeah. know i mean your, your wife looks great sorry <laughs> you say my house looks great my wife looks good yeah right <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. <laughs> but so, but the, the wounds of a friend are trustworthy. I love that I do verse too. because I, when friends wound me, I don't like it. Yeah. But I need it. I had some friends wound me. Have you? A few times. Yeah. And it was tough. Yeah. I don't care to discuss what they're wounding me about, but yeah, I'll, I'll share one. Yeah. I just thought of one. So I used to, this is going back about 10 years ago. Yeah. When, when guys, I guess when I would talk to people, I would look very uh, uninterested. Like they'd be talking and all of a sudden I'd drift off or at least they thought. <laughs> See, you're laughing because I probably do it now. No, I do it all the time. Oh. It's terrible. Because I just had someone else the other day ask me about it. But I had a couple of friends that set me down. Like, yeah. they got lunch with me. Set me down. I was like, hey, we just want you to know that when we're, like, talking to you, it seems like you're not interested in all what we're saying. <laughs> like, you are for a time. Because I'm not. And then all of a sudden, you start going someplace else. And I'm thinking, at first, I got defensive. And I was like, oh, no, I'm listening. Yeah, right? I, I care that. what you're going to say. And then finally, I just kept pushing. I was like, yeah, honestly, it's because sometimes I just check out. Right? right. Um, you know, maybe your conversations are boring. Yes. And uh, I don't want to hear about it. But they again. were trying to do it for my own good. Because then yeah. there's like, hey, we noticed you do this with other people. Right. You do this with your wife sometimes. They were right. I was in denial that day. Look at you. Look at me. I still struggle with it. I get it. Yeah. I just zoned out a little bit when you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we, we've talked about being intentional. Yeah. 
being present when you're with friends, being assertive. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to call guys out. So what advice would you have? Like, as we talk about this, how do you get a friend? That seems like a stupid question. How do you get a friend? I think yeah. you just buy them lunch one time. Can you buy them lunch? I think so. That's all it takes. You know how I got my first You'll friend? You'll have a friend for life if you buy a guy lunch. Buy him lunch? Every time. That's Every not, You want to hear life. how I got my first friend? Sure. So I was, in, I was in first grade. Did you write a note, circle yes or no? No. Okay. No, that's... That's how I got Karen. Gotcha. No, it was my, it was my motorcycle got Karen. Yeah. But uh, how, how I got my first friend. So I was at first grade and went to a new school. Yeah. Now, listen, I know we, we are hosting Tough Men of Faith podcast. Well, you know, all tough men have a soft side. As a kid, I cried every day in first grade. So my mom would have to, we went to a school, she'd have to drop me off at school. Yeah. All right. So she would drop me off at school. And if she didn't walk me to my classroom, I would cry. Okay. So if she didn't walk me all the way to the classroom, give me a kiss, I'd cry. So she'd walk me in every day. Yeah. She'd give me a kiss in my chair. <laughs> and then I would start crying a little bit, but I wouldn't cry as much. And then she would leave. So this is every day. Okay. Of the first semester. I don't semester. know if I share this with anyone. I probably shouldn't, right? I'm going to regret this, yeah. but I know this won't get taken out. <laughs> so then... So then one day, this guy comes up to me, this other first grader. Yeah. Still still one of my best friends. Did he kiss you on the cheek and say it's going to be okay? He's like, hey, man. He didn't. <laughs> do you want to be my friend? Nice. You want to be my best friend? I was like, sure. And so at, I don't know, however old you are in first grade, six years old. Yeah. Became best friends with the guy. Great. So second or third grade. You know what I find out? What's that? My yeah. mom was leaving one day when I was crying, trying to find her, and teachers hold me in the classroom so I didn't leave. Yeah. My mom sees this kid. She goes up to him. She goes, <laughs> hey, my little boy in there. Yeah. Uh, he cries every day because he, he needs a friend. So will you go in there and be his friend? Wow. So this dude. Your mom made your first friend too. My mom made my first friend. But this dude walks in there and, and asked me to be his friend. Yeah. And then he, I remember he even said, be my best friend. I was like, sure. Yeah. And it all came out of my mom. I was actually mom. looking for a best friend today. Yeah. And that's how I got that's it. It's funny. I, we moved to a new place. Yeah. And my mom made my first friend for me. Did there. she? Yeah. This kid came over to hang out. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. You still friends with him? Uh, we talk occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we got busy. You get busy. Families and things happen. Yeah. You get middle aged. You no longer have friends. You're going to die of heart Right. Here we go. But okay. So that's how we made friends when we were uh, six years old. Did you cry every day like I did? No, I wasn't okay. a big crier. But... I was just looking for some affirmation on that. But all right. So now we're middle aged, according to some people. Yeah. How do we make friends now? I think we need our moms. <laughs> Where's my mom? I need a friend. I need my mom to find me a friend. I think we have to be assertive on like putting ourselves out there to make a friend. Like, Because yeah. a lot of guys are lonely. So if you go up to a guy and say, hey, this weekend, I'm going to turkey run and going hiking. Do you want to go? A lot of guys are going to say yes to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of guys are going to say yes to that. Yeah, some are like, no, get lost. Right. But if you go to some other guys, be like, hey, we're spending all weekend playing board games or right. I'm going clay shooting yeah. or doing some type of experience, you're doing something yeah. and you invite the guys to go. I think that's how you do it. I think you yeah. share an experience. Mm -hmm. How can you know if you're going to like someone if you can't experience something with them that you both might enjoy? Yeah. But we also got to see the importance of it. Like you need those guys in your life. Yeah, you do. Your family. So my family needs me to have good friends because one of the pushbacks I get from guys on friends is like, man, I'm, I'm a husband. I'm a dad. I got this job. I don't have time. And, and you get that, right? I mean, we're, we're busy. Yeah. But, but you'll be a better husband if you have some good friends. Absolutely. You'll be a better dad if you have some good friends. Yep. And the other part that we miss is that my good friends invest in my family. Right. So I need my daughters. I don't have sons. I have daughters. But I need my daughters to see other strong male influences. Yeah, I think your kids need to see, you know, other positive friendships and kind of take them as role models. Yeah. I think it's a really good thing. Yeah, and your family just needs friends around. Absolutely. So I've, I've been in the Army 15 years. Yeah. So there's been times when I've been gone for a significant amount of time. Yeah. And I'm thankful for the, the friends I have who are there for, for yeah, my Yeah, they will check on your family and check They'll on your it. wife and yeah. kids and 
<laughs> so I have one friend. The, the last time I was gone, that we had this we had this mouse in the house. Yeah. All right. So we, it seems like every time I leave, like there's a mouse in the house. So it's happened several times. But this last She's mouse. She's just trying to get you to come home early. It had a Nerf dart. It kept grabbing and running around with. So it is the stupidest mouse. Right. right. So it couldn't get out of the door, our back door. There's just like a little place where it could have got out. Yeah. And it had a Nerf dart in its mouth sideways. And my kids and wife were watching it, trying to go out the door. And it kept getting stuck, <laughs> like hitting the door. <laughs> But it was one to take the dart with it. Yeah. So anyways, I had a friend that came over, set some traps, Great. got the mouse. Yeah. But stuff like and that. And those are good friends. They are. I mean, you know, in your time of need, they yeah. show up. Speaking of that, my ceiling's been leaking. So I have like my ceiling, my drywall's messed up. Do you know any drywallers? I know a guy. I'll send yeah. him your way. Yeah. Yeah. Is he any good at it? Yeah. He's very mediocre. Okay. Um, well, I'll take okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, we need that. The, the other part of friendship. So we need it for our family. But, you know, we started the conversation saying we need a battle buddy. Yeah. And we really need that because otherwise we're fighting alone. Right. And we're, we're not going to get anywhere fighting alone. We're not um, not designed to. No, we're not. We're, um, and, and you know, when we say fighting, there's a lot of things we fight for. Like guys that, that struggle with pornography. Yeah. And they try to battle that by themselves. Right. And they never get a buddy involved. Yep. They're not going to succeed. Yeah. Get you, you, some, you, get you somebody you can lean on. Get you someone that, that's checking your phone, that's right. has access to your computer. Yep. And I'm not talking about your wife. I'm talking right. about a guy, yeah. a battle buddy who's going to fight that that battle with you to yeah. help you get victory over it. Yep. Or if, if, you're, if you're struggling in your marriage and you're constantly getting angry and blowing up at your wife. You need to get a buddy in your life. Yeah, that'll call you out about it. Because your wife's probably not going to do it. Yeah, a guy that'll put you down when but you need put yeah, down. Tell you to sit down and shut up. Right. I'm about to tell you you need to stop doing this. Yeah, the sit down, shut up, friend. Yeah, uh, and you can just keep taking that in any area. Yeah, absolutely. That you struggle with. Yep. If you're lazy, won't work. Not disciplined. Right. You need a friend until you get out of bed. That kind of goes back to the average of five. You know, mm. maybe you're the average of five of your friends, and maybe you need to look around at the other four friends and see, you know, where you stand with everything. Yeah, and even ask yourself the question: Do you have five good friends? Right. It'd be interesting to see what that is. Yeah. Like if you ask guys like hey do you have five close friends yeah if they really do funny thing yeah my pastor about a year ago <laughs> gave me a post-it note and said write down five friends that you're praying for constantly and put it inside your bible yeah it's still there today have you filled out all five yet or are you still like number one nope i've got them all five you got five friends and there. i still pray for them all right i know we've probably been talking like six hours even though it feels like five minutes but yeah one last thing before Tell me we'll probably two more things. one last thing is that there are i think there does come the time when you have to get rid of some friends yeah that's a tough one it's tough but if your friends um are out partying every night and you're out there with them you're neglecting your family you're yep whatever it may look like yeah, you for need you to make sure your friends are kind of leading you in the right direction yeah. as well as you leading them in the right direction mm -hmm. and if you find that your five friends are all taking you a different direction yep and maybe time, time to find to, some new friends yeah time to start looking around which is tough it is tough it's uh i think severing a friendship is probably one of the easiest and toughest things to do hmm. you know yeah um i've i've been in these shoes where you have to sever friendships because of you know exactly what we're talking about just just going in the wrong direction that's a tough one to do yeah i agree you need to get the right community around you yeah right group of friends right battle buddies Battle buddies. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what uh, we create in a tough men of faith world here is that culture of you need other tough men around you. Yeah. Because that's going to be the core of like what we're talking about is you can't do this on alone. No, you can't. You can't go through life alone. Nope. You're not going to make it by yourself. You need to have some friends. We weren't meant to be alone. Not meant to be alone. Yep. All right. I think this has been good. Yeah, I do too. I've learned a lot. I have too. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. And the other verse we look at, the wounds of a friend are trustworthy. Yeah. And you need a sit down and shut up friend. You got to have a sit down and shut you up friend. You need a friend. few of them. Because sometimes, yeah, here's sometimes what happens. it takes too. Sometimes one of them will come and tell you sit down and shut up. Be like, I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you today. Right. So take two. It's like if I have to come tell you to sit down and shut up. Right. I'm like half your size. I'm so, probably gonna come back tomorrow. And so we're I'm gonna, gonna come back with. I'm gonna come back with three other guys, and all four of us are, are gonna tell you to sit down and shut up. Right. right? And so then I'm gonna to have us. to listen. You're gonna have to listen. Yeah. We're gonna kick your door in and come talk to you. Don't bring Big Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> then I will sit down. And then shut you'll up. sit down and shut up. <laughs> He'll hold you down while while we talk to you. Yeah. All right. Anything.
Anything else on friendship today? I don't think so. I think we've covered some pretty good bases. going to be weird knowing that I'm the average of five. The average of five. Think uh, about that. I'm going to really dig into that this week. Yeah. I'd like to see where I stand. Yeah, and even ask yourself, do you have five good friends? Yeah. That can tell you, sit down, shut up. Right. Hey, appreciate your guys' time and listening to Tough Men of Faith. Uh, Nick and I are so excited about taking this journey with you and can't wait to introduce you to some guys here in the future who... Yeah, so we're going to do some interviews, right? Do some interviews, yeah. Good. And introduce you to some guys who are really just... Get some other points of view. Living a great disciplined life, tough men, faithful men, coming soon. This is going to be great. Let's go. I'll see you next time.